Hi guys and welcome to the third instalment of the Bakery Season 2. As always, thank you for all the continued support and for tuning in, whether it be on Twitch or via Spotify to catch the previous episodes. Now we're keeping the heat turned all the way up here right now. Today's guest is arguably one of, if not the best player in the game right now. Is it Kyla? I hope I'm right. There yeah, we go. I don't want to butcher your name. <laughs> Kyla Garland, aka Hugh. How are you, bro? You okay? Yeah, man. I'm chilling. Just ready. Let's, you know, let's get into some good conversation. Let's do it, bro. Let's get at it. Let's well, get it. I, I want to do good conversation, but I'm like real quick before we hop into like the opening question. Like, I mean, last night, uh, you know, we took a, a, a disappointing three-two loss to Rucker. Yeah. Those guys are looking crazy, by the way, out of nowhere. They're looking mm. strong. I mean, what what do you feel went wrong for you guys last night? Um, a lot of things. I mean, for me, it's like, honestly, how I feel is today is new opportunity and we are going, I mean, how can I best express this? You know, um, we learned a lot from that. I learned a lot from that. I think uh, now is the time for me to step into a role of where I'm open more and I speak more and I, you know, we work together as a team. I feel like that's what's been missing is we haven't been working fully as a team. Um, and that's on all of us, that's on me. You know, I, I play a bigger role in that for sure. Um, and I'm open to say that, you know, you live and you learn. Um, but um, nah, I feel like things are gonna change. I mean, I'm going to definitely step into it today. You know, we got practice today. We got some VOD to review. Um, we got lots to go over, but it was all a lesson for me personally. Uh, I'm finally at a point where, yeah, now it's time to really get down to it, you know? It's, yeah. really, <laughs> it's really time for uh, us to work together and just be one again, which I feel has been missing this game, you know, from last year is like, just to become more one as a team, uh, help each other out, you know, how can I help my teammates and how could they help me and how can we all put it together? And that's what we're really gonna figure out on. And that's kind of like the realization we made. And um, that's how we're going to move forward, honestly. Yeah. That's good. Bro, that's a very, very professional response to that question. I love it. That's very that's good. That's yeah. truly how I feel. <laughs> that is good. That's like that's awesome. It's a very like, well-rounded response to a question like that. I mean, like literally just before we go live as well, um, you know, we see, is it see that Intel, I think, tweeted out like some possible nerf, uh, sorry, not possible, but confirmed changes that are coming. I think the 74, you got a nerf, the Krig. Mm -hmm. Gets a buff. Uh, I, I don't know. Who, I don't know who clicked that switch, but yo. Hey man, oh my goodness, man, that thing's already not like. I don't know what the, the changes they did, but I mean, a buff is a buff, man. That's crazy. Um, yeah. So I, they changed something about the seventy four U. You said what they changed? Yeah. I'm uh, give me a second. Let me let me see if I can find it real quick again because I had it in my timeline. Just uh, I had some of the details. Oh, I had some of the details just now. Let me see if I can find okay. them. Okay, so okay, so the Krig has got improved visibility while firing an ADS, complete tuning pass on weapon accuracy, weapon movement, and visual clarity while firing with any optic attachment. And oh they've, my goodness. they've also addressed instances of the weapon feeling floaty when firing for a prolonged amount of time. That's yeah. for the buff that the Krig's seen. Uh, the 74U has had. <laughs> It's accuracy reduced when firing for a prolonged time and also reduced the muzzle velocity by 23.4%. Okay. How I like that change. You like honestly. it, really? Well, not the... Well, I mean, it's one of those things, like, it is what it is. We're going to have to adapt now. Um, but, yeah, no, everything's going to be all right, no matter what, you know what I'm saying? Still, you're still popping air, you're feeling yeah, good. You're not comfy. worried, you're not worried. I'm feeling good, yeah. Not you're a world champion, you're not worried. I, I, yeah. I got Indian cream, you know, like, they got 
streamers on them. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. They, got the, they got the gun too. I'll uh, feel you, bro. I feel you. So I'm excited for that chain for even them. You know what I mean? Uh, so. I mean, how do you think that's going to, like, just as a pro player, like, this is, like, just for me as a perspective thing. I mean, like, how does that feel just going into practice today, like, knowing you could be playing in a completely different meta almost, you know, considering these buffs and nerfs? Um, yeah, I mean, the mindset, it could easily just throw you off and get you frustrated. But, like, as long as we, I mean, every it, it's one of those things, like, we're all experiencing it at the same time, you know, uh, whoever could just pick up, you know, what works for them faster and all that type of stuff. Like, that's all that really matters. Like, if we go hard today with our practice like we could get better rather than like focusing on like you know oh like all these changes are happening get frustrated about it like just you know just shake it off you know be ready yeah. it's no it's more opportunity to become even better so let's use it like that you know let's go baby i like, like to hear that. it okay yeah. right let me open up let's go with the first question that we ask everybody for season two okay this is how i'm going to judge you for the rest of the podcast so i hope i hope you answer this question you know right. with a, a, some I decent see. detail right I want to hear your top five musicians right now. Top, top five, five artists, yep. Top five artists, man. I'm loving Justin Bieber. I'm not gonna lie. Let's go, like bro. His song. album bangs. That shit bangs. Yeah, man. I'm loving Justin Bieber. Uh, ooh, hmm. who have I been listening to? Oh, I've been loving Chronics. Okay. Uh, he's a he does the the what's the word the Rasta music or yeah yeah, yeah. reggae yeah, yeah, yeah reggaeton yeah. reggaeton music yeah I love that. Love Ariana Grande, not gonna lie, you know it's oh, it's a vibe thing for me. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it is. Okay, okay, I'm gonna, you know, okay, yeah, <laughs> okay, man. okay. I love singing stuff. I do. You know, I even get a little crazy with my Dua Lipa. You know what I'm saying? You know, give it out of electricity. You know what I'm saying? It's okay, just, okay. Like, I get into it. Uh, that's four. I mean, hmm, there's one person I'm missing for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can, you're going to need to give me someone really gully, bro, to save this list. You're going to need to give me someone real goon. I love this list. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I love it. <laughs> bro, but, uh, the way you just said, I love, you sounded like, uh, is it Keenan from Keenan and Kel? Who loves? Oh, yeah. I, told, I love. <laughs> I love it, man. Um, man, this last, I'm missing someone for sure. I don't know, man. But yeah, I, I mainly listen to the singing stuff. That's four. I gotta give you one last one. Yeah. One last one. Are you a Drake fan? I like Drake. Yeah, I've kind of grown out of that. The weekend, sure. the weekend maybe. Oh man, some weekend. Yeah. Thing, man. He, yeah, the weekend. The weekend's the ball. Yeah, I like it, bro. Yeah. yeah I, okay. I the I okay. The that I'm gonna give out of ten. That's a solid like. 2.4, but you know we we move we move. Yeah, but my my natural or. For me, like, I don't know. I love all music. I mm -hmm. appreciate all music, honestly. Yeah. I yeah. have different phases, but yeah, the phase yeah. I'm in right now, like, man, I've been loving some soul music. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I, I do, soul. bro. For yeah. real. Nah, I know what you I mean. I'll go yeah. through that shit all the time. My, my Spotify just gets rotated consistently. I, I tend to go yeah. through periods where I go through, like, a heavy rap phase and I'm listening to 80s, 90s. I can't get mm -hmm. Prince, like, you know, Prince, bro. I'll listen to Prince for a week straight. I'm repeating, like, absolutely oh, yeah. no reason. I'll just find That's this period of time. Mean. Yeah. I know what you mean. I know what you mean. I just, uh, Ariana and Jalipa kind of took me off guard, man. But, you know, we'll, we'll, let, it rock. we'll let it rock. Right. Hey, man. I like, I like. This is good stuff, man. Yeah, let's it go. Gets, it gets mood flowing, you know? Okay, okay. Yeah. I mean, is that, like, is that your warm-up music, bro? Like, pre-game? Like, don't tell me you've got Ariana Grande on pre-game. There's no way. Nah, pre-game, honestly, for me, my pre-game, I don't really listen to music pre-game. I kind of just focus on my breathing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, for me, that helps. Just focusing on my breathing, you know, trying to get into it. Uh, 
But yeah, honestly, I wake up, you know, turn on some some reggaeton recently and Let's just go. feeling the vibes. Yeah, I love it. I love it, honestly. Let's go. You yeah. listen you listen to Popcorn. Popcorn. Nah, I don't oh, believe so. Damn, okay. All right. Uh, well, there's one for you anyway. Have a look. I'm a big fan. Right. It's it is rare that I do have a pro on the podcast who has played professionally across multiple esports. Now, Halo obviously has previously been one of your domains until you made the switch again to Call of Duty. Now, I mean, growing up, were you always a video game fanatic? Oh, yeah. You know, video games has been my whole life. Literally, my whole life. It's been my greatest teacher in life, too, honestly. Um, Just seeing how... Yeah, man, like, seeing where I was as a kid. uh, I was actually talking to this about... uh, To some guy I met earlier. Um, Just, like, really staying true to what I believed in when I was young. Uh, I just remember, like, ninth grade... Uh, I really love video games. I mean, I've been loving it since I was eight years old, and I just remember this experience. It was so funny, man. Uh, just writing this letter to my dad. I was like, yo, like, I, w- I mean, this is just me, like, my experience. Like, I was like, yo, like, let me do online school, please. Like, I really believe in myself in gaming, like, blah, blah, blah. And I remember just handing it to him. Like, I wrote, like, a whole essay, like, because yeah. that was my passion, because I just remember school, like, uh, I loved it when I was younger, but then I kind of, like, you know, I didn't have much friends and stuff like that, and my, I felt like my only home was gaming yeah like literally my only home was gaming and i always felt that and yeah so i wrote this essay and i just remember handing it to my dad and my dad was like what is this like and you just threw it away and i love my dad like i completely understand and just like yeah he supports me so much now he supports me so much now but like that those moments right there like it just really you know helps me tap into that creative energy yeah, of yeah, like yeah. yo like i love this you know what i'm saying like uh it's been my whole life. That's all. Yeah, gaming yeah. Is. I get gaming, it. Gaming, gaming is my life, man. Just a that's real it. passion. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. I mean, I love it. considering gaming is your whole life, that there has to have surely been like a game, like a gateway game. You know, what oh. game was it that grabbed you, bro? Like completely sucked you into this world of Dude. competitive gaming. Uh so my there was two games in particular. Halo Three, um, <clears throat> was really the game that introduced me to competitive, but before that uh world of warcraft i remember every single day after school every single day after school man (laughs) my brother would be playing world of warcraft and i would just sit on the desk and watch him for like five hours every single day and just being like yo like look at this crazy world it was like 2006 or something i'm like yeah look at this crazy world like i'm like seven years old and i'm just like so fascinated i remember the first time i hopped on like he let me on and i was just riding around the world on like a little like cat or something yeah yeah, yeah. (laughs) and it was so awesome, man. Honestly, uh, but nah, yeah. Halo Three was introduced me to the competitive side of things. Uh, one of the things that you know reeled me into it was like my brother's friends. Uh, I just remember they would play it, and then my brother was like, one of the things he told me, he was like, "Oh, like you, he was a fifty, you know, and that was like the yeah. highest rank of the game. He was a fifty in some playlists, and that was the highest rank in the game. <laughs> and um, that moment." where he was just like, oh, like, you you couldn't get a 50. And then I just remember be like, what? Like, let me give it a try. <laughs> you know, two, two weeks yeah. later, I got a, my first 50. You know what I mean? And I was yeah. like eight years old or something. I was like, yo, like, let's go. kind of good. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Yeah. I was going up that confidence. Feeling I was like, yourself, yo, this yeah, is fun, go. baby. Yeah, Come yeah. on. Yeah. So, I mean, like you said, look, with, with gaming, I mean, obviously, Halo was something that grabbed you competitive-wise. Was... Was there any competitive aspects to you as a, as a child before gaming? Did you did you compete in any sports? Did you do anything outside of outside of gaming that, that gave you this competitive push? Or did, did you kind of harness it just within video games? 
Um, nah, yeah. I feel like I had a just a competitive environment just when I grew up a bit with my with my dad and my brother. Uh, I, my brother was like my biggest inspiration when I was younger. Like, uh, when I was like in sixth grade, fifth grade, like he was this all star superstar football player, you know, yeah. and seeing that always just like inspired me like in the competitive side i i got into sports because of that um and then you know i quickly realized like i was i mean i was good at sports but like my love for gaming was like too yeah. it was overpowering you know yeah. i got to high school i made the choice like i had a choice to play football and stuff i was like nah man uh i'm, I'm sticking with the gaming like i can't give that <laughs> i don't know <laughs> i just loved it too much you know yeah, I yeah, loved I and uh nah yeah so i definitely was like raised in that competitive aspect for sure with my parents and stuff so let's go yeah. i, like I always that, loved man. it yeah. that's good man i mean yeah. halo was obviously a very impactful and kind of influential part of your journey right i mean you went mm -hmm. from i believe never competing on halo to qualifying for was it for a world championship in literally two three months um yeah man that transition from cod to halo was crazy crazy yeah. how life works you know yeah um yeah i it just all started with like it was so weird looking back at that time like i wasn't even upset that i couldn't play cod like i just remember i was like yeah like i kind of just like shook it off i was like it is what it is like i'm still gonna try and find some way to like have fun you know yeah i didn't know if i was gonna play Destiny. i didn't know then halo 5 comes out and you know for me it was like yo like the amount of time i put in halo 3 man like that's how i was thinking i was like yo like i love halo like people don't know how good i am at halo yeah. you know and uh it was just like I just started playing for fun. I fell in love with it. Next thing you know, I got an opportunity to be on a team. I gave it a try, noticed the potential, and just pursued it. Uh, yeah. No matter what, no matter yeah, what yeah. people said. And then next thing you know, my first match on LAN, I'm playing Ogre Two in Pistola, and that's like a dream to me. Yeah, <laughs> I was yeah. like, I took that opportunity and seized it. You know what I mean? Yeah, like I saw real. that, I was like, yeah. wait, like this is my time right here, baby. Like these are my like those are like my idols. Like yeah. uh, the people that are my idols were like in in Halo and stuff. Yeah. Like Snipe down. Snipe down. Pistola. Yeah, uh, yeah. I remember when I was a kid, I loved his optic because of his montage. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's crazy, like how many people don't guys, like don't actually know like who those guys are. You know, like in dude, terms of like legend, esports, it's crazy. Like, especially like the likes of Snipe down. Like he's been oh, around man. for so long, bro. Like, holy shit. Yeah, man. They're legends. <clears throat> yeah, dude. for real. I mean, it sounds like it sounds to me like Halo was your was your was your playground almost in a sense. What, <laughs> what why did you? I mean, obviously, you, you, as you said, just you were so talented on the game, and you, you know you had you saw success real quick. Why did you step away? Um, why did I go back to COD? Mm -hmm. Um, it felt right, and I'm, I mean, I turned eighteen. I really wanted to win in COD, almost too much to the point where you know it led me to a bunch of you know stuff but honestly like i'm glad i did it kind of helped me grow and realize some things and i accept it for all what it is you know what i mean yeah. uh it didn't plan exactly how i believed it was but that's completely okay <laughs> you know uh now i could look back at those times and be like okay now i'm at a really good point where i could just focus on gaming every single day and just love it you know what i mean yeah like i think the most noticeable thing about you already is that you Rather than taking each decision and, and kind of saying this is what it is for right this second, you you can't you're kind of looking at each decision as a as a as how it can affect you and your life choices and how it can develop you as a person and, a, and as a character. So it's kind yeah. of a standout for you as a personality already. 
What were the most memorable parts of your of that chapter of your career when when competing on Halo? Memorable point. I think the most memorable point was uh, there's a there's been a few. I mean, the first time I won in Halo, like the, my true win, like I won an event, but you know people weren't counting it. Yeah. But I just remember, you know, this. It was like I was in this like second like i got second so much and i was in my head i was like oh man i'm cursed i'm cursed <laughs> like yeah. and i didn't realize how much of a blessing it all was but like the first time i won i just remember like how like my mindset changed you know um like truly like it was like so much self-belief in myself and um that alone can bring you like the places that you can never imagine i just remember after i won that first one uh like it was like i was just like screaming on the inside like of just happiness yeah. you know yeah and it felt like a dream truly and that's what i've been trying to get back to just that feeling of true like joy for for the game you know yeah and just so i could just let all my passion and just unleash you know i get what it I, mean? I, I, I say i get it like i don't i don't understand that in a video game sense i don't think i ever will i just <laughs> like my passion for competitive gaming has just kind of dwindled away over the years and like as much as I want to compete and, and, and to play those games, I just know that I don't have the time or the talent to ultimately do it anymore. But, like, for me, the closest comparison would always be, like, just, just gym and just, like, hitting PRs, you know? Like, the, like I remember the first time I bench pressed, like, 585 pounds, bro. Like, holy shit. Oh, yo, <laughs> like, that, gi- that gym was my bitch, bro. Like, nobody in that gym could even look at me. I was like, I'm about to fucking throw everybody through walls. Like, I was just, I just, like... There's just this moment, just and like, felt- yeah, that shit had me on a high for like two weeks, you know. Like, I think oh, yeah. w- ultimately, like, when you harness so much energy and put so much time and invest so much of you, like, you know, mm-hmm. you invest and sacrifice so much, when it yeah, ultimately man. pays off, there's there's no better reward. Um, oh yeah. I mean, I can imagine. Yeah, I can, <laughs> I can imagine you've had a few of those moments. Right. Let's oh, test yeah. your let's test your knowledge again. Trivia part one for Hugh. Okay. Right, so I did let it. you know there's gonna be a few parts of trivia. So just let you know there's four. We've got four different trivia segments, and so mm-hmm. far I'm trying to work. Is it Jay Jacob or Slasher? Who's got the highest score? Wait. It might be. It might be Austin. I think Austin's got the highest score so far. I think he got two point five out of four. I was look. He was lucky. I gave him a half point. It was a pity point though. He really shouldn't have had it. Really, he should only have two out of four. But he's got two point okay. five. Okay. Right. In 2016, NVB Optic in the Halo, is it HCS? I must say HCS. Is it Halo Championship Series? I believe. Yeah. NA Pro League four finals after coming from the losers bracket and winning two best of sevens. Now, do you remember the scores of both best of sevens? I had four, three, second one. The first one, I believe, was 4 0, if I remember correctly. No? 4-2? 4-2? Oh, sh- okay. You know, I'm going to give you the point. I'm going to give you the point. It was 4-2. Four four it was four- okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was 4-2 four four and 4-3. Four four yeah, it was. You're correct, yeah. <laughs> it was 4-2 and 4-3. There yeah. we go. Right, He's 1-0 for trivia. That's that's All a good right, start. Right. That's not a bad start. When you hit the second, when you hit the final that quick, I was like, okay, he's got this. No problem. Yeah. Let's okay. go. You got it. You got it. You just needed a little <sighs> to get it. Yeah. That's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. I had to tap into that. Like, okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> So, I mean, obviously, like, like we touched on just, COD became your, you know, this passion again after turning 18. And I'm, I'm, I'm assuming that during your time of not competing and waiting to turn 18, you, you didn't ever really lose any love for Call of Duty. It's just that you were limited to what you could and couldn't do. And I think you were fulfilling that competitive nature that you described elsewhere, like you said, on Halo. Um, yeah. But turning 18, you know, you were able to return to Call of Duty 
What is it about COD that pulls you back so strongly and, and takes you away from Halo, which is the game that you were doing so well on? Um, honestly, at the at that time, um, I guess what was pulling me was just like wanting to like prove that I could win in COD because I got second like five times or something like that. Yeah. Um, that was like the the main thing. Yeah, I just I really wanted to win in COD almost like too much <laughs> to the point where it made me go insane at times. I'm not gonna lie, but um, that's a winner's mentality though. That's what it is, you know. Yeah. Nah. Yeah, I feel that. It's just like, yeah, like you said, the passion just i really wanted to prove that so much and what i mean by i went crazy a little bit you know what i mean is i kind of lost sight of why i even started to be yeah. like play you know i started doing things that wasn't me you know right and now i'm realizing like certain things more and more like i'm at this point where, like man like i know what's good for me and what allows me to to play like at yeah. my best possibility and now um i just got to bring that out of everyone around me you know yeah. um as a team and yeah like there's a point in time man i was like man like i'm losing my passion for gaming and the fact that i ever really <laughs> believe that man like the fact that i ever believe that i mean it's okay it was all learning like man like i would never say those words again bro i love it so much <laughs> let's go like i truly at a point believed it like nah man yeah. that's not me that's not me Nah, I get it. I completely get it, man. I really do. I, I I keep saying that I get it, but I get it from my own perspective, just not related yeah. to gaming. I just I I, I just yeah, understand. Just my yeah, experience. I understand that when you've got a passion for something, that ultimately no no matter what, you're always gonna return to, man. Yeah. So, what was the one thing I really want to try and get my head around and try and understand is what what the adjustment was like for you? Because as you said, you went from competing on Call of Duty, then you make a sudden switch to Halo. You do really well on Halo. Uh, and then, you know, you come straight back to college at the moment you hit 18 pretty much. Now, yeah. what was the adjustment like for you? Because I can imagine going from college to Halo, there must have been some tendencies that you had on Call of Duty in terms of your play style as a, you know, as, as a FPS player that you took to Halo um, and ultimately might not have been too good for Halo's style of play. And at the <laughs> same time, I can imagine you probably picked up tendencies and new styles of play in Halo that when you reverted back to Call of Duty, you kind of had to shake off and forget. Yeah. Honestly, I think uh, the biggest thing was um, my call-outs at the time. My call-outs, like, I was still saying, like, just Halo call-outs, like, calling people half-shield and stuff. <laughs> It was hilarious. I remember it would, it would take a while, but like, yeah, I, I think that was the biggest tendency where I had to like, yo, like, I got to fix my callouts, man. Like, I'm playing half shield, I'm clambering, because I was like, a thing, like, yo, like, I'm clambering. And then I just remember uh, Temp just laughing at me, so it was hilarious. Yeah, I can but, imagine. Uh, yeah, other than that, uh, I think I went back to COD, like, it was so weird. It's like, I went back to COD thinking I, it was like, I really wanted to prove that, and I was really open to listening. But it was like, it was almost like I didn't fully trust myself in my capabilities. Like, I still know how to play COD. Like, I played Ghost. That was my first game I competed in when I was 14. And, you know, I played AW. I knew how to play COD. It's not, it doesn't just leave you. That's kind of yeah. what I learned over the years. Like, it doesn't just leave you how, how to play. But, um, nah, yeah, at that time, like, I was just so, like, for whatever reason, I mean... I was just like, let me just listen and do exactly what everyone says to me, no matter what. Like, if someone tells me I play slow, like, I'm just going to play slow. And I kind of grew out of that, is like, if someone tells you to play slow, there is good information, but I was taking it so literal, you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. And I still do that to this day sometimes, but 
you know, like I said, I'm still even like learning from that, you know, like yeah, yeah. take in what people are saying to me, but like with, uh, with a different mindset of like, okay, this is going to get me better rather than like, okay, I'm just going to do what he's saying. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No matter what. Like so what he's saying to me, yeah, he's trying to help me. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah, and, and take it in with like, okay, that's not going to change everything I do because obviously some things I do are great. Yeah. But, uh, you know, allow it to improve myself and better myself so I could help the team better and yeah. all that type of stuff. Yeah. No, I completely get that. Yeah. I mean, did, was there, I think something for me would be with halo as well when you moved to that and and you spent the time competing on halo that you did did you pick up any kind of traits or or ability or, or developing ability sorry in the halo that you found really mm. useful moving back to call of duty like did you, did you find anything in halo that gave you almost like an edge when you came back to call of duty yeah uh i think the biggest thing i learned in halo was just like how important your life is uh just because like in halo it's like every single life one of the one of the lessons i learned in halo was from my teammate he was like just don't get averaged you know and essentially what that means is like every single life is an opportunity to you know either put damage or make a play that's impactful yeah you know don't just run out and just give your life away yeah. <laughs> you know every single life is like an opportunity in the game to you know make something happen and that's like the biggest thing from halo that i always take with me and just gaming in general is like Okay, every life has, you know, if I, even if at times it's just jumping out and helping a teammate, like, has purpose. To, yeah. You know, I love so. that. That's actually awesome. Like, interesting enough, like, my gym motto, like, is refuse to be average, as dumb as it sounds. Like, I have it, like, printed yeah. on teams and everything, like, from events that I've done. And I've always gone by the motto of refuse to be average and, and just, like, imagine waking up and wanting to follow an average lifestyle. For, like, fuck that, bro. But it's, <laughs> It's really interesting to hear how like, you implement that into like a world of esports. That's that's pretty fucking yeah. cool. So yeah. after years of experience and ultimately the maturity to reflect now, what have been the most standout differences for you between Halo and COD as a professional esport? Like which one gave you more enjoyment to play also? Um Honestly, I think the enjoyment I feel now is the same as I felt in Halo. Same I think my enjoyment levels like kind of like suppressed over the years, but now I'm feeling that enjoyment again more and more each day. Um, but AW and Halo, those were like the most enjoyment ever, you know? Yeah. I was like a kid. I didn't have no worries, no nothing. You know what I mean? No nothing. All I want to do is just play the game every single second. And uh, I would say I equally enjoyed both of them just as much. Um, and honestly, I'm getting to that point of enjoyment in this game too, which is pretty awesome to see like the growth like just getting back to and tapping into that feeling of like just being a kid you know like yeah i got it literally just being a kid yeah yeah i think there's like a there's like a common meme uh maybe across the uk i'm not sure if it's the same for america but just like you know it's like 2008 2009 you've just finished school you're getting in you're taking (laughs) you're taking off your trousers sitting down your boxer shorts you're playing modern warfare 2 for the next like fucking six hours you know you you're letting your dinner go cold like that was just uh, for me like as well that was definitely the best time of gaming in my life but yeah yeah uh, all those memories are great man yeah, it's one to reminisce on it'll never it, like well i'll never experience that again but i know that i know that it's like i know that i got to you know like i feel so sorry for people that have like grown up playing like black ops 4 is their first card or, or like yeah. like holy shit like it is it is interesting to see though like because um, I met a kid 
who like it's like my halo 3 my that you know whenever i was like 10 years old my game was halo 3 yeah but it's like i met this one kid is like i could see that that his game is fortnite you know what i mean yeah yeah and like he loves it just i could see that same love like that i would have um and um it's awesome like e like even though you know looking at these games like now it's like oh like these games weren't as good as my games back yeah, then but it's yeah. like you know these kids are still enjoying it the same amount of, like, uh, as it's, we it's, did it's all like. to do with the moment right like ultimately the games that we fell were the games that were like yo you missed out they're yeah. playing the games right now that in 20 years they're going to be telling people yo you missed out you know yeah like, exactly. it's exactly the same yeah. right now like bro like people don't realize how fucking life-changing fortnite is oh, like fortnite yeah. is a literal like it changed everything and that mm. like that's going to be it's going to be it's big crazy. for so long man i can't i can't even imagine it's actually awesome to see. yeah yeah yeah. So if if Halo had, let's just say that Halo had the same fan base and player base as Call of Duty does, in in terms of just avid viewers and avid players of the game, and let's say that Halo offered the same kind of prize pools right now that Call of Duty does, would you find it difficult to remain a Call of Duty player? Um, I'm not sure. I mean, right now, I feel like feel like i'm exactly where i'm supposed to be playing cod so um i haven't put too much thought into that i mean yeah. if the opportunity like for every reason you know halo infinite or whatever game comes out you know is crazy good and you know i play it and i feel that love for it you know you never really know where yeah, life takes yeah. you like I, said, like you know i don't try to look too much ahead i mean if the opportunity arises you know what i mean like yeah. if it's there <laughs> and it's feeling right you know what i mean of course anything can happen <laughs> yeah. but yeah Right, okay. We'll see, we'll see how that all plays out. Yeah, man. Right. So moving on, obviously, from Halo. Call of Duty is your passion right now, as you've said. And with you consistently showing why you are considered as one of the best in the world right now. Now, looking on the years of time that you've invested and sacrifices that you've made, how did how does it feel for you right now to be at the point that you are within your career? Um, I feel very grateful, for sure. Um, the point where I'm at right now, I think is a is a point where i need to step up just with my team and you know kind of just all let let everything just come together um and be more be strong you know in a sense yeah. like express my creativity on the map express it to my teammates you know have good conversations where we could figure out what works for us because i feel like that's what's been missing this year and you know i'm glad i'm realizing all these things now because yeah it needed to be done, you know, but yeah. everything happens exactly as it should. So, uh, I feel good where I'm at. I'm grateful. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I feel right. I think, uh, I'm only going to be, yeah. Like it's time for me to even play the game more and all that type of stuff. So, and that's what I'm feeling personally right now. Like, yeah, yeah, it's time to lock in, put all my energy into it every single day. I mean, did, did you, did you ever picture yourself being at the point that you are now, you know, when you said all those years ago, picking up Call of Duty when you did? Nah, and that's the beauty in it, you know? Yeah. Um, no, I did not imagine any of this. I had no expectations uh, whenever I first started gaming. It was just more or less like I love games. I didn't know where it was going to take me. Uh, I had zero clue. There was never a moment where I was like, oh, like, I'm going to make all this money, all this type of stuff. Yeah. Honestly, nah, I never really felt that. Like, it was truly just like I just love playing the game. Um, crazy life things happen. Like, a little story about me is like, yeah, like how I got into competitive Call of Duty when I was 14, my brother goes to college, 
for football and his roommate is Pluto, the MW2 national champion. Oh, shit. You know okay. what I mean? Yeah. It's just like, you know, that, like, looking back at that is like, man, like, it just felt right, you know? Yeah. I was like, I see that. I love games. Next thing you know, he's like, yo, my roommate is a professional Call of Duty player. Like, you should give it a try because my brother always believed in me in gaming. Like, yeah. he saw how good I was. And he's the one that, like, really, like, pushed me to go after it. And so awesome, man. He like, sounds like it. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Sounds like it was written for you, bro. Like it was meant to happen. Yeah, for real. Awesome. Right. Huge trivia right. part two. Let's see if you can go two for two, yeah? Mm-hmm. Okay. That's so, good. COD World War Two. Now, although not being your strongest year for placements, it did show just how talented you were as an individual. Now, do you remember the kill streak that you went on versus Evil Geniuses on Gibraltar Hardpoint? 17. Final answer. <laughs> shit okay ding 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 holy shit oh my god this the bro that was hot off the press oh holy my oh my god two for two damn okay damn we're here baby we're here bro <laughs> wow i wasn't expecting that all right let's go you know your shit right okay listen you, you've already you, bro you've already matched Austin and and Jacob's record, okay, and you've still got two questions left. So if you okay. can get just one right, you're leading this season for okay. trivia. All right, I'm ready okay, for it. Let's do it. right. So, does being considered one of the best at the moment add a new layer of pressure to your role? Uh, no. Nah. Uh, I mean, you know, sometimes like I'm like, man, like, uh, I need to accept. How do I, how do I best put this? Like. Yeah, no, I don't. I look at it as a blessing now. Honestly, there were times where, like earlier this season, people were saying that it was like just like the, the humbleness in me or whatever just wanted to be like, nah, like I'm not the best, you know, I'm just me. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, nah, it's honestly, it feels good, and I feel very like loved, you know. So it's awesome to, you know, be able to do this every day. Like, I accept it for what it is, you know. Now I got even more motivation to keep pushing towards that dream, you know, keep yeah. pushing to be the best I can be. Yeah. This is what I mean, like, and I think like this is what I, this is what I was saying. Whereas, like, you look at everything so openly, and, and you look at everything for what it is and what you can gain from each situation in terms of your career <laughs> up to now. It's so crazy about how mature you are. Um, I mean, do you feel as though there are there are more eyes on you to perform consistently? Uh, nah, I don't really feel that. I mean, I'm sure there is, you know. Yeah. I'm sure there is, but no, I don't really feel that. I believe you're in level-headed, myself. right? And you believe in yourself. Chill it, let's go, bro. Yeah. I love it. I love the attitude, man. Right. So, Modern Warfare was a very successful year for yourself, obviously. A ring now on your trophy cabinet. What was the moment like? Was it kind of bittersweet due to the online format and the lack of like that whole raw crowd reaction at a LAN mm-hmm. event? Uh, what, just winning the championship? Yeah, yeah. Or just in general? Oh, yeah, winning that championship, it felt different, you know? Yeah. And this is one of the biggest... Re- Honestly, winning that championship is the biggest realization I've made that's really helped me, is I won it. And I'm being completely honest. I won it, and for whatever reason, this is where I really noticed, like, man, like, I got to get back to that feeling of joy when I play the game. Yeah. Because I won this big tournament, and afterwards, like, yeah, I felt good. But I was like... I just remember winning, you know, my first Halo tournament and winning other tournaments where it was like, yo, I felt on top of the world. Like, I felt so happy. I felt proud of myself. And it's like, for whatever reason, that win, I, I am proud of myself. Don't yeah. get me wrong. I am. And I'm grateful that I won. And I really did put in the work. But I'm just essentially saying that feeling I had, it didn't feel, I mean, of course, I'm not at a live event, but still, 
I yeah. didn't. I, it was almost like I just was so cocky. I was just like, you know, like yeah, that's nothing. You know, Bro, like, it was. It was. I get it. I get it. But like, it nah, was man, really interesting. It was really interesting watching like the the live coverage afterwards. Like as you guys finished that final map, and it showed the webcam close up and showed you guys like you know as your reactions. And you were kind of you, you you know you were a little gassed for a second and then you kind of just sat back uh, and and yeah. Ant was the same I think co- co- um, sorry um, I want to say his name right I'm so I'm saying his name wrong sorry Illy I'm just saying Illy there we yeah. go so that's his name wrong um, and, and you three just as individuals were kind of really chilled and then you had Clay and Ian just absolutely gassed oh, you know yeah. and it, 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 like you guys looked like you had another five maps ready to go like you were like yeah load me in load me the fucking like, you guys were just so fucking wired uh, and I just oh, think yeah. it shows like that I just think it shows the kind of levels of like competitive integrity that are coming through at the moment especially from you guys it's just mm-hmm. like you're you're so hungry to win that almost in that moment of winning there's no realisation you're so focused on that one goal you know yeah hundred percent. Yeah, yeah it was just it. like I was like so focused. I forgot I even won. I was like, what the? You know? <laughs> like it was yeah. a different feeling, but I definitely enjoy it. You know, feeling like good about myself after yeah. I win. You know, and that was like the biggest thing. I was like, why did I feel that? You know. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. You know, whenever I did that, I kind of realized some things for sure. That's good. It's so, good. It's yeah. good that you can reflect on stuff like that and then take a personal learning from it too. So, mm-hmm. right, Cold War. Now, Dallas are looking very strong. Undoubtedly, one of the best teams in the game. You're currently sitting second. I'm right. Am I right? I am right. I am right. Yes. Uh, yes in yes. the standings behind a pretty dominant phase. Now, mm-hmm. uh, what strengths do you feel that Dallas possess that other rosters currently don't? Um, I think our biggest strength, for me personally, is just like whenever... Honestly, it's been fading a bit, but like I said, we're, we're going to work towards it, is like whenever we're really like in tune and um confident and working as a team you know like i feel like we haven't had a game plan recently and whenever we get that game plan and we're working as a team and we are confident in each other trust like you know for me yesterday there was a moment where i didn't fully trust ender you know well i did but like i just overthought the play and it's like nah we got to get back to that point of like you know just working as a unit and i feel like that's what really shined in mw yeah and it's gonna start shining more in this game uh, because we recognized it so yeah. whenever you recognize it now you can work on it so that's how i'm feeling right now gotta work on it yeah, yeah. see uh the, the sc- yeah 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 the scenario that you've just described there with you know the kind of that slight lapse of you know kind of having the trust in him to, to make that play or mm-hmm. and, and just those little parts for you guys as a team do you feel like clayster was almost a big glue of that and and the loss of him has kind of had a small effect um, it's a combination of a lot of things, for sure. Um, combination of a lot of things. I don't really know how to answer that, to be yeah. honest. Um, but yeah, no, he helped. I felt at times like we have hit that point in this game, but it's been falling off a bit, you know. But uh, that's fine, you know. Yeah. It's fine because we recognized it yesterday, and now we can work towards that every single day and uh, work towards working together and just being a unit again you know yeah, yeah um and that's the overall goal so i mean overall just to address it what was it what was it kind of like losing clay from that roster i mean obviously you guys you know you walk mm. you go for mw you you win the biggest the biggest tournament of the year you guys secure call of duty champs um yeah. and you get your first ring and obviously ian and clay knock their titles up to three um yeah. what was it like losing him from that roster so suddenly after that losing him um 
it was such a weird scenario dude yeah. honestly uh it was like we won champs next thing you know we're getting told we have to you know release someone and in that moment um honestly like i was like uh i was uh kind of uh just what i felt i wanted to allow them to be a team you know yeah i wanted them to allow them to be a team i wanted to because i don't know why it was just what i was feeling i was like man like i don't want to break up this team this team is a blessing you know uh it's a special team uh and i would hate for any one of them to like have to leave and yeah. making that decision you know i would told the boys i was like yo like i'll play valorant i'm down you know and that is one thing that i will say i mean it's nothing against anything is like if i'm playing cod i definitely want to play with this team for sure yeah because like these are my like you know my brothers in a sense yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, i got i that. gotta yeah they inspire me and they inspired me a lot every single day so i gotta really stay true to that you know and help you know just help each other become like that unit again and, i think that's uh, an essential part of teaming right is to be inspired by your teammates as well I think that, oh, yeah. for me that would be essential is to, to mm. you know, to get on every day. And I mean, you might have those days where you're feeling a little low, your mood might not be there. And then to, to be inspired by the people around you and to mm. for them to, to make you feel like, you know, that this is all, everything that you're all working towards as a team, I can imagine yeah. it has such a positive effect. Mm. I mean, what's it like playing against Clay now, considering playing with him last year? I mean, obviously the guy's got a proven history of kind oh, of yeah. taking these young guns and turning them into fucking studs, bro. So what's been that? What's that been like for you so far? What's it been like? Um, honestly, uh, being really honest, I haven't put too much thought into yeah. it. Yeah, uh, I love him, <laughs> and that's the only thing. <laughs> yeah, is like, yeah. Uh, I, yeah, I mean, every single time I play against him, I could feel that extra like passion in the match. You know what I mean? Yeah. I could definitely feel it. Like it just feels like everyone is just going after each other. <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Every time we play them, it's always like just a war on the map. Like that S and D we played against them in at the tournament. That was like if you watch it. I was like just straight running at each other after and after yeah. and it was just like it just felt like just the passion in that match because like yeah we just wanted to beat each other and so it's always fun it's a, a competitive nature you know it's yeah fun. i get it i get it so yeah. hastro is outspoken about the direction at mv and 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 what direction he wants to take and that direction is championships he wants to build the best teams in the uh in the best games and pretty much win it all, you know. He does have mm -hmm. that kind of true winner's mentality, I suppose. Now, does that alone add another layer of pressure to your game or do your years of experience within, you know, Envy uh, across Halo and Call of Duty make you feel right at home? Um, No, nah, I don't think it, it does anymore. I think at times it didn't. But not nah, anymore. Like, yeah, like we're a team. Let's work towards it every single day. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, there, there was times where I was like, I don't even know, you know, just like, just overthinking things, you yeah. know? Yeah, um, I get it. But nah, yeah, we're, I mean, being a part of it is awesome, honestly. Like, I thank you, Hashro, you know what I mean? I've been here on Envy's for like five hours or five years. So it's been a ride for sure. Lots of ups and downs. But overall, like, it's been a journey of, you know, fun, fun gaming, fun times. And um, yeah, man. Just got to keep working towards that goal for sure Just yeah being yeah. the best we can be you know yeah if i if i be the best version of me you know that will help and uh help inspire me. your teammates too like you said yeah yeah i agree I be the best version of me. so huke trivia part three so if you listen if you get this question right you're already leading for season two okay right 
so before i ask this question just so i can double check because listen cod wiki is not the most reliable source in the world okay right your country of birth am i right in saying it's saudi arabia yep okay right perfect let's go right do do you know where you rank in your country for esports earnings i do not you know, I could take a guess. I've actually never looked at that. Take a um, guess. So where do you think you rank in Saudi Arabia for esports earnings? Two. Two? Final answer. Know. Final answer? Yeah, I'll take it. You're first. I'm first. You are the highest earning Saudi Arabian born player in the world. Really? Yes, sir. Oh. <laughs> so look even though even though you got the question wrong i'll give you a little ego boost okay don't worry about it. yeah I was to, like, if i ever looked at it i was yeah. like wait and if i remember correctly i am up there so yeah, yeah you are up there. you're definitely yeah. up there right right listen you're two for free you need to you have to get the last trivia question right else you're going to be behind fucking jacob and slash your okay. all right okay. right what are your thoughts on the new blood that's being given a shot right now i mean obviously the likes of paul that's been added to the london roster He's obviously having a major impact. Mm. Venom's been added to the LA roster. Um, Standy's also... Am I right in saying Standy was rocker? He, he is, right? He is, yeah. yeah. Uh, what's your opinion on that? Are you a fan of giving these top hams their shot? I am. I'm a big fan of it, honestly. Um, I mean, it's one of those things... Like, I saw it in Ender. And, and, I mean, I still see it in Ender. Every, and both everyone, every single day, is like... Whenever you first get into this, you know, it's you put in so much time and effort, so much time and effort, and you could see that these guys are putting in so much time and effort, so much time and effort, and they deserve it, you know? Yeah. They deserve it, in my opinion. Like, you know, they're here for a reason, you know, and they and they made it for a reason. So now it's like their opportunity to really show what they're about, and that's awesome to see, you know? Like, I'm a big fan of that. Yeah. Seeing it in the internet, seeing it just from the past seven years, like seeing how good people can be you know whenever they get into the league and all that like it's awesome you know yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. i am a big fan of that for sure are there any are there any like current top ams that you are aware of or kind of keep a close eye on uh that you feel sooner or later deserve a shot in the league uh not anything right now okay. uh yeah nah all right, all i mean right, okay. uh i'm rooting for you know the new generation of gamers for sure yeah because okay that's awesome, yeah. Okay, okay, okay. Right. FaZe are currently uh seeming to be this this invincible uh this invincible force in the Pro League. Uh flawless results pretty much up to now. Um looking at FaZe, what do you feel they currently possess that gives them the edge over everyone else? Um honestly their time uh in probably I mean, I don't know. I'm not living their shoes. Yeah. You know, I, I'm not sure what they're going through, but I mean, what it feels like is like, yeah, they're really working together as a team right now. And, you know, things are going good. Momentum's riding for them. And that's good, you know? Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. mean, I can't speak for them, you know? Yeah. I, I don't know. But uh, now it's time for us to get build that momentum right now. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Starting today. I mean, I suppose looking at, looking at that current roster, um, that roster was pretty dominant last year uh, mm. until we looked at champs in which you guys took the W, you know? So I suppose the way to look at it is regardless of how successful and dominant they are throughout the you know the majority of this year, maybe, um, mm. it's all about how you end and not how you start, right? That's the classic saying, so. Yeah. Um, 
in your opinion, does does Cold War and its current meta kind of play into their hands as individuals, from your knowledge? Um, I'm not sure. I mean, Cell has been doing his thing. I feel like this game is really good for him. I think it's good for all of them. I mean, they just won the tournament. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah, I can't take nothing away from that. Right now, they won. You know, there's more tournaments to be become, and let's just see how it all plays out. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Okay. Yeah. Rob, what were your thoughts around, um, sorry, not Call of Duty, the COD League releasing the comms? Uh, obviously, we saw them release comms from the Optic pre uh, pre-game. Do you feel these kind of periods of communication should be off limits to the audience, or do you feel like it's part of this whole rivalry building thing and it's okay? Uh, say that the last part again. So do you feel like the, the comms should kind of be kept off limits, uh, and oh. especially pre-game comms? <laughs> Or do you feel like they should be left in to help build these kind of rivalries between CDL teams? Um, I don't know. I guess it just ties into how the players feel about it. I mean, part of competition is, you know, like, it's yeah. not anything against the other team. You know, we're not actually, we don't believe the things, some of the things we say. I mean, yeah. per, as a personal human, the human is, but it's like, yeah, it's part of the game, part of like hyping up, you know, getting the team into the mindset. But um, yeah, I don't know if that should be shared because you know people might take it the wrong way. Yeah, for sure. I mean, but no, I agree. I'm not going around on it. But that's just me. I yeah. think looking just like just sitting back and looking at the optic comms overall, like they definitely, definitely could have been taken the wrong way. Um, yeah, for sure, man. And like, <laughs> like you said, like when you're in that competitive mindset, like yo, you'll say anything, you know, like anything yeah. to just get the team going, anything to just start like kind of hyping up the gears and anything you're feeling. Like, yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. Like mm. when you're in that zone, you know, when you're ready to win, like pretty much anything can come out. And like you said, in that moment, you do, you don't mean what you know. Well, in the moment, sorry, you probably do mean what you're saying. But but <laughs> yeah, after the game, you know, it's all it's all love. You don't mean anything. And I yeah. think I think it's a pretty touchy subject for them to kind of uh, like pick and choose as to what they want to put out. And maybe maybe there should be a little uh, system of checking what kind of comms they release pre uh, yeah. pre and post game. So yeah, I, yeah, I feel that for sure. If Cold War was to become, let's say, let's say you go to sleep tonight and you wake up tomorrow, and Cold War is now the best competitive title we have ever seen, what would have had to change in your eyes? So, if Call of Duty was the biggest thing tomorrow, what was that? That's a great question. Um, let me just give some, you know, some thinking. In yeah, this. Go ahead. I mean, the, the honestly, I would just say a good ranking system to where the casuals feel like, uh, like we're on PC now, which is awesome, and that creates lots of opportunity for like lots of new people to come in and play the game. But if the game is like only catered to like, uh, pubs and all that type of stuff which is fun don't get me wrong but in terms of growing the league like you need something that's going to make the casual players want to tap yeah. into the competitive side of things because it is fun you know it's just no one knows how to get into it is like call of duty how do you really get into it you know what i mean like people look at cod and it's like it's this casual i mean that's kind of what it's been built up to be but like if we're just talking about tomorrow greatest esports yeah man like get down to the people that are playing the game and show them how cool it is. Yeah. You know, uh, by, you know, getting a ranking system that, um, there's a lot of things like, you know, showing it on the game and then, you know, by showing that in the game and then showing this ranking system and being like, yo, like we can get this cool camo if, 
uh, you know, you get to this rank or whatever, and that'll allow casual players, you know, to play, get into the game and, you know, really see, like, the fun and competitive side. And the next thing you know, you have every – whenever you click on lead play, there's a screen up. It's like, yo, there's a match coming up. Like, make sure you win, <laughs> yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like, like it's going to be awesome. And, yeah. and little things like that, I feel like, would really grow the, the COD scene. Yeah. No, I agree. I think – obviously last year was kind of the first year that we saw in-game interactivity be used to kind of promote Call of Duty League. Like obviously, we saw the stadium on Warzone be used as this kind of advertising ground for COD champs. Um, but I just think, I don't believe that your average Warzone player is going to naturally convert to your, to your average comp fan, you know? I think that mm. Battle Royale players are a completely different audience almost to a competitive Call of Duty fan. Um mm. I just think if they're going to promote and tr and push Call of Duty League and try and bring in a new viewer base, they need to actually do it through the pub system and advertise it through pubs overlays and pub systems overall yeah. and maybe through boardings in games on maps as opposed to using Stadium on, on Warzone because I just, for me personally, I just don't think Warzone is just the, the place to push competitive Call of Duty. I mean, obviously, Battle Royale is a competitive thing and Battle Royale is a competitive all over, but... It's not the yeah. same competitiveness. It's not the same end goal. Yeah. It's not the same achievement base. And that's the one thing that in COD, uh, COD is competitive. It's like chess almost. It's, I mean, how I look at COD is like it's an art. It's an ex it's almost like an expression. You know, yeah. essentially, is like each map is a canvas, and it's different every single time. Yeah. So it's pretty awesome if you look at it in that way. You know. Yeah, yeah. Um, I would paint a dick every time, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what i'm saying yeah, yeah. Nah, like uh so like that perspective and that's how i look at cod and just i mean just games too is like yeah man like it is awesome the 4v4 and this year is pretty awesome like it's actually i mean i believe it's fun to watch and yeah, um i agree and uh somehow some way we just got to get people to realize like cod yeah like it's almost like looked at as a down thing you know like oh yeah. like cod's whack you know what i'm saying cod competitive what is that you know what i mean csgo like i get it you know there are these awesome competitive games but like doesn't mean cod can't be that too you know what i mean yeah like, i agree there's some yeah. depth to this you know there's some depth to this mm -hmm. it's not uh that's like the one thing is like yeah like we're not just doing plays because you know whatever it's like yeah we're working towards something and um there's always a reason why we you know someone makes a play or something like that and that's like the little things that you know I believe over the time we'll show more appreciation too. So no, I, I agree. Know. I agree. Yeah. So across all your years of competing, who has been? And by the way, I've asked this question to everyone in season two so far. I've had some pretty good answers. So mm. since you started competing on Call of Duty, who has been your favorite person to kill? So like, which death in the kill feed gives you the most satisfaction? I don't know why. Uh, not really anymore, but I remember just over the years, like I loved uh, getting Lamar for sure. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know why. It was just because he was one of my first teammates, and I actually had an article when I was younger, like gassing up, like yeah, he's my favorite teammate, and I do, like yeah, man, he gassed me up, like I loved it <laughs> at go. the time. Yeah. At the time, or, but like, yeah, I don't know why. For whatever reason, it was just like yeah, man, like I gotta just every time I see Lamar, I gotta challenge. <laughs> <laughs> It's different now. I don't really look at it now, but yeah. yeah, yeah. There's one person I would probably say. It's Let's funny. Go. It's all okay. yeah. Right. I've got my last formal question for you before we hit your final part of trivia and then some Twitter questions. Okay, so... Cod Champs prediction 
So what I want to hear from you is who do you think wins Cod Champs and which two teams are going to face off in the final to make that decision? Um, I mean, I'm not, I mean, I believe we're going to be there. Yep. I mean, that's what we're going to work towards every single day. Uh, but uh, I don't know. I mean, just be ballsy, bro. Just say it. Just if you like, this is where like you make an all out ballsy prediction. All right, all right. I'm just going to say whatever comes to mind. I'm going to say it's us and 100T. I mean, I don't know. Okay. It could be us, days, us 100T. You really never know. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, but it might not even be us. But, you know, I'm working towards that every day. Of course, right, I'm going right. to be myself. So let's <laughs> you know say, I mean? let's say in all your scenario, <laughs> it's, it's you and 100T. What's the map count going to be and who's winning? Okay, map count for to us. Okay, there we go. All right, yeah, I like it. I like it. I like it. Okay, yeah. so yeah. Dallas Empire beat 100T, 4 2 in the in the grand finals okay i like yeah. it sounds good i'd watch that i'd tune in right <laughs> huge trivia final okay so this is part okay. four this is the final part of your trivia if you don't get this right bro you're going to be amongst the ranks of jacob and slash okay so we need to we need to we need to get this right okay right okay in 2020 as we know dallas empire were crowned cod champions now do you remember the maps and modes that you played in the winners' finals? Not grand finals, winners' finals to beat phase. Uh, hmm. Do I remember all, like every single map? Yes, sir. I probably should okay. have told you that this trivia gets harder as we go along. So, yeah. Okay. Nah, yeah. Yeah, this one is a little hard. I mean, I believe our club first map, if I remember correctly. You believe our club first map, you winners' finals? Oh, no, no, no. We're going to go last map. Ramaza? Right. Ramaza's correct. Yes. Uh, Third map was Piccadilly, Dom. I'm going to... Or I'm... no, not Piccadilly. Uh, what's the map called? Uh, not Piccadilly. I know the uh, Dom map. Okay, this, describe the map, and if it's correct, I'll give it's you the name. Right, the St. Petrograd. Okay, you got it. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And then... the. As second S and D. So we got five, and we got map five. We got map three correct. We're still looking for map one, two, and four. Yeah. How did that series get the game five, man? You, <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's what I'm like, man. Yeah. <laughs> mm. <laughs> All right. Third. So we got third or fifth. Fourth. I remember correctly is Gunrunner. Oh shit! Okay, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's Gunrunner. Right. Yep. Second map, Piccadilly. Uh, Wait. Yeah. Uh, Arclub. Arclub. Uh, Gunrunner. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. That's good. That's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And then map one. Ramaza. <laughs> no. Come on. Come to me. <laughs> Azir Cave, Azir Cave. Oh, Arklov Cave, 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 Cave. Arklov Cave. Azir Cave. Yeah, you know what? You know what? It's okay. I'm going to give you the point. I'm going to give you the point. All right, all right. right. Actually, okay. I'm going to give you the point because you did that. Look, that was a difficult question, especially because I picked the winner's finals, not grand finals. Yeah, so I'm impressed. Finals, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right, I'm going to give you. I'm going to give you. Okay, right. Twitter questions. Okay, so I've just got like four or five questions from some Twitter, Twitter users, and then we're going to go on to some team-based knowledge so i'm gonna test your knowledge on your teammates kind of give you some teammate tweets just a couple right. questions about the team etc etc okay? okay right two questions so opening off kurt asks 
does Parasite talk to you after the TikTok that you made? Um, you know, <laughs> that's one of those things. <laughs> By the way, like, can I just say I made, that TikTok was purely, awesome, bro? It was, it yeah, was I very it good. Purely, I made it purely as a joke, but like, yeah, man, that's not me no more. I mean. <laughs> Honestly. Hey, listen, bro. I love I love Chris. Yeah, I'm, no, a, I'm talked, a big fan. I love Haggy, bro. Yeah. Yeah, we talked it out because I remember like DMing him before I posted it, but like I should have waited for what he said, you know? Because that's the one thing you never really know. Like, yeah, it's a joke, but like, he yeah, has I his know own you mean. Things, like, yeah. You never know how someone's gonna feel about that. You know what I mean? So like, yeah, man. I, no more of that. But you know, you live in your land. I mean, look, I, I I watched it at least ten times yesterday. I'm just gonna let you know. But okay. Anyway, so. <laughs> Um, Benji asks, what do you miss the most about the Advanced Warfare slash World War Two era? Advanced Warfare, World War Two era? Yeah, like, but the, the games from Advanced Warfare leading up to World War Two. what do you miss the most from those, from those eras? What do I miss the most? Uh, I don't know. I don't really miss it. Anything. Okay. I'm excited for. I mean, always looking ahead, right? Yeah. No, I agree. Yeah. Not, I, I think... mean, I I appreciate it. Yeah. And I loved it, you know, when I was there. But now, like, yeah, I appreciate where I'm at now. Kind of. That's kind of how I'm feeling. It's like, yeah, like, you know, I'm not gonna look too bad. Like, I I loved it. Yeah. But you know, I'm excited where I'm at right now. Honestly, you know. Yeah. Let's go. I'm excited right now. So I love to hear, man. You you're always looking yeah. ahead. You're always looking at how you can improve, right? So Steezy asks, how do you feel about this year's COD uh, being based on Modern Warfare's engine? Modern Warfare's this is this year is on Modern yeah, Warfare. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So 2021's Call of Duty has been announced to be uh, being made on uh, Modern Warfare's engine. Yeah. Uh, how do I feel about that? Honestly, I had no clue. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> oh, I mean, it makes sense. The crosshair is like the same. Yeah. So I, yeah. I, I suppose it's, I, I mean I wouldn't really know how in-depth the the whole engine statement is i suppose it would just mean maybe i don't know time to kill uh stuff like that i suppose well i will say the engine in this game you know i didn't realize it was modern warfare but it feels great honestly like it, it i mean it could be because we're on pc who knows but oh no you know, not, they... not i'm not this game i'm talking cod 2021 the new title the, the oh, title the due to come out this year one. yeah yeah it's been confirmed oh, to be being made on modern warfare's engine on this uh, I don't believe so, no. Oh. So the new one on that engine, I mean, yeah. It should be interesting. I've, and the thing is, it's going to feel different regardless because we're on yeah. PC. So, yeah, I mean, I, I didn't mind the MW engine. I mean, it was, yeah, like, no, no shit. You just want to ring on it, right? So <laughs> you're like, yeah, no problem. Throw it at me, man. I'll yeah, take it. Honestly, yeah. yeah, I probably didn't appreciate it as much in the moment. But, yeah, I mean, looking back, it was good. I mean, he, look. He all the shots he was doing, man. Like, that yeah, movie that, was moving, yeah. baby. He's like, a fucking like... freak, yeah. <laughs> right. And finally, uh, Bibi Connor asks, how are you so good looking? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I appreciate that. I'll take that with love. Thank you. Uh, you know, I'm just me. I don't know. <laughs> That's my answer. Right. I love it. Right. Questionable tweets. Yeah. So, I've got some tweets. Uh, a couple of questions around, like, teammates. Just to try and test your knowledge on the guys. See how well you know them, okay? Okay. So I've got a tweet here. Um, it starts like this. Day two at the gym. What the hell do I do? Day two at the gym. What does he do? What the hell do I do? Yeah. Can you guess which of your teammates tweeted that? Um, Anthony? Final answer? Or, I believe Anthony or Krim would say that. You got to pick one though. 
You got the cream, big one. Cream, cream, You're going to go cream, yeah? Yeah. Okay, yep, correct. It was cream 2015. Right, okay. Okay, yeah. One for one. Right, I've got another tweet here. I went to the pool today and I floated very easily. What does this mean? <laughs> I went to the pool. That's Chrome 2, right? Yep, that, correct, <laughs> correct, correct, yeah, yeah, yeah. This okay. is Chrome 2 to eight. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. okay, tweet tweet number three, okay. None of my jeans fit me anymore. Chrome. Yep, 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 free for free, Chrome 2015, let's go, baby. <laughs> right, I've got a question here. So how much money did Anthony earn from Halo alone? Uh, I honestly haven't looked, but if I had to guess, around two hundred and ten thousand, something like that. Oh shit! I'm gonna give you that because it's two hundred and twelve. That was if that's just a guess, I'm giving it you, bro. That yeah, was very close. Yeah, I right, mean it okay. makes sense, just like quickly analyzing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, Inder is one of how many non-Americans to win a COD championship? How many non-Americans? Yeah, so Inder is one of how many non-Americans to win a COD championship? I don't believe any. Two. Right? Damon. Two. Damon oh, Barlow. Yeah. Canadian. Yeah. There we go. Okay, right. Okay. Oh, yeah, and Inder. What, what yeah, right. I've got another yeah. tweet for you. Ready? So, decided to skip legs for the next two weeks. You may question my methods, but my reasoning is simple. I've been so fucking fat for the past two years that my legs have adapted to handle the sheer mass of the body this size. Gotta let everything else catch up, you know? That's gotta be Porter, right? Yep. So, I don't know if you caught the running theme here, but it's basically that Porter <laughs> just literally tweets yeah. about stuff. Yeah, uh, bro. Literally, like The worst thing is, uh, every podcast that I do, I do like a, a big Twitter segment where I look at previous tweets i try and find some stuff that's really questionable stuff like that uh and yours inders and anthony's twitter is so clean but if you just search the words crim six and fat in twitter bro you you will have a field day you can sit for 12 hours and scroll bro and you'll be entertained i promise like this guy just tweets about himself for years but you know i, I respect it man ian's yeah. ian's clearly a, 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 at one with himself man i love him right yeah so before I let you go, uh, I do want to hit you with one final three-part question, okay? Okay. So, you're trapped on a desert island. Now, you can take one album of your choice, one meal of your choice, and one TV series or movie of your choice. Now, the food that you take, you're going to have to eat every day. So, this, this meal that you take, you're going to have to eat once a day, no matter what. And okay. the music and the TV show that you take and or movie... You're gonna to have to watch or listen to every week. What are you choosing? So movie or TV series? TV series, album, and food. Yes, sir. Okay. Album, either just because like probably like I really like uh Saint Pablo, Kanye West. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Or I don't know if that's or that's what the album's called, but you know what I'm saying. I know what you're saying. I know what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That album, just because, like, I don't know, it brings the vibes and it brings, yeah. you know, some some but, interesting. But uh, just think, you have to listen to this album. Album? Sorry, album. Actually, I said album because Pablo. Day, yeah, you have to listen. Now, not every day, but you have to, like, let, like, if you pick this album, you've got to listen to this album in its entirety, in entirety every week for the rest of your life. 
Mm. So you need to pick an mm. album that's going to be completely enjoyable. Completely enjoyable, man. Definitely something singing, for sure. Like, if I'm going to, like, be alone on an island, like, I'm at least going to express myself. Some sort of yeah, singing. Yeah, okay. I'm not sure which album, but, like, definitely some sort of, like, some sort of soul music, you know what I mean? Yeah, for okay. sure. Like, something that's going to get me up and just be able to, like, look on the bright side because, you know, okay. I'm not, yeah. Okay, um, right. We need a meal. A meal next. Meal. One meal. One meal. And you're going to eat this meal every day for the rest of your life, by the way. All right. Tiki masala. Veg- uh, veggie tiki masala. Okay. That's... Really? Mm-hmm. Damn. All right, that's actually not that bad, I suppose. It's got all the nutrients. Yeah, got it has got the nutrients. Yeah, I suppose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. What, what's your side dish? Like, what's your sundry? Are you having rice or like fries? Oh, yeah. Getting the rice, getting the naan bread. You know what Okay, I'm okay. I like yeah, it. Just I imagine like that. It. I'm on an island. I got the naan bread. I got all that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you got soul music. music. Like, and then oh. what's the what's the TV series or movie that's playing in the background? TV series or movie? Man. There's so many good movies and there's so many good TV series. Uh, I would probably choose. I like Harry Potter. Let's honestly. oh shit, let's go. Yeah. Okay, like a series Me of too. Harry Potter because you know it's. Can I say seven movies te- or seven or eight? However, oh many yeah, hundred percent. Oh Harry Potter. So like you you can you can pick a trilogy. You can pick a box set of movies if you wanted to. Um, yeah, okay. See, I like it. You know, that's actually not bad at all. I'm a. T- I, that's pro- yeah. That's a very good list. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I don't know if it beats J Caps though, bro. Caps list was pretty good. I can't lie. Was it? Okay. Yeah, that shit was heavy. <laughs> yeah, that shit was heavy. He picked like the perfect like this guy went in depth about like his nutrients for how he'd survive day to day life. So he picked his meal around it. So okay. he's like, I have like a. I think he said like I have a filet mignon with like a side of potatoes <laughs> and some okay. greens and this and that. He he went in depth. But yeah, you know that's that's a pretty good list. I think you'll be I think you'll be happy on that island for a long time. Oh yeah, real. I got the the veggies, and then also you know I'm sure the island will have some fruits hanging around. You know what I mean? Just, yeah, that's I got it. The, fruits, the energy. Ooh. You just gotta get creative. Ooh. I agree, man. Yeah, yeah. for real. Right. Uh, I just want to give you a big thanks, man. Thanks so much for tuning to the podcast, guys, and a massive thank you to you, Hugh, for joining me and for sharing what oh. you have. Now, if you guys tuned in late, please do go and catch up on the podcast from the start, along with all of Season two's installments so far. You just need to search The Bakery Podcast on Spotify, and make sure you follow us both on Twitter to keep up to date with everything that we do. Now, I hope you guys enjoy the rest of your evening, and don't forget to stay horny for for me, man. <laughs> Peace. Peace, guys. Later.